0: today. Uh, we might do another one this week. This is just a little PGA recap of what it was uh, like being there. We can talk a little more in depth about the PGA Championship Orange. we here with Brian uh, Silva. Did a good job on Sunday. Uh, we could get into Zeke later this week or we could save it for the show next Sunday. I don't really want to talk about that now, but it is definitely fascinating what uh, what the uh, Zeke man is doing out in his personal life. and. Not great, I would say. Um, but we'll save that for another day. So the PJ Championship, it was, uh, how much of it did you watch? I know Seth, you had baseball this weekend, but. Uh, Saturday I, I saw it was raining a lot.
1: Yeah, so. I we got rained out Saturday, so that's the uh, what I watched mostly. Um, after he finished up, I watched a little bit f- uh, Friday here at work, and then a little bit Saturday. But Sunday I was out at the baseball fields from like nine a.m. till till like five thirty, so I didn't get to see any of it.
0: Yeah, it was uh look. It was tough on the plane Friday flying because uh, shout out American, they have that live streaming on TV. Yeah. Uh, and TNT I thought was one of the channels it was. okay so so credit to credit to them for uh, f- fulfilling every golfers on there every golfer going up there they uh, nothing like having the sweats on if Tiger's gonna make the cut or not and yeah he had a brutal showing. Being there, I will say I'm glad he missed the cut. Mm-hmm. I know you don't want I don't want to say that, but if he wasn't uh, if he was there it would have been an absolute zoo yeah it was already pretty nuts um in general up there so beth page like the people's course the public course all that stuff um the undulation the hills are bring your walking shoes yeah because it is it was a hilly course the calves got a nice little pump the calves got a nice little workout going on people were definitely losing weight that's for sure and if you were drunk walking up those hills good luck Um, and trust me, the crowd was, uh, lubed up. I did see a dude yakking
1: in the grandstands. Really? Yeah.
0: I missed that one. I missed that. But, uh, it was, uh, it was pretty wild out there. And I guess I want to start off with the crowd, like, did you see any of the stuff that was going on Sunday with like yelling in DJ's backswing? No, I
1: did see that they were chanting DJ once it looked like Brooks was slipping a little bit. I didn't see them yelling in his backswing. Yeah.
0: So, so the crowd on Sunday, look, everybody wanted it to get close. Right. Because it was boring and all that, all that. You wanted some drama. You felt like you wanted some drama. The vibe on Saturday was weird. The vibe on Sunday when we got out there was pretty weird as well because we're like, all right, it's pretty much the inevitable. No one thought Brooks was really going to lose. Right. It was how many he was going to win by. You wanted some drama. And we actually left when Kepka was up six with eight holes to go. When he birdied ten, Dustin bogeyed eleven, we my was with my cousin Caleb and my uh uncle Ben and we just looked at each other and we're like, You wanna go? It's already like five fifteen. Right. And there was a train at five fifty that it was an hour back to Penn Station in New York. So then that's like six forty five. We get back and we're like, Yeah, let's let's go. Like, I mean this is pretty much in the bag. And then everyone when we get on the train, everyone is streaming on their phones and it's like a two shot lead. Yeah. And the look of regret on people's faces was like, what did we just do? Did we do the right thing? Did we still make the right move? I think we still made the right move. But like the crowd was so drunk there. I'm not, I'm not saying everybody. 30% of the crowd was drunk. And everybody just wanted to one-up each other. Oh, uh, yeah. They had the one-liners of wanting to one-up everyone. And I'm all for golf having a rowdy crowd. Like I enjoy the waste management. I'm all I'm all for it. And maybe this is I'm not trying to be come up as like some golf purist here, but there was just like Over the top. It just gets tiresome after a while. It was so – it got so tiresome sitting there on Sunday. We were on the eighth green having to look over at this moron in a Toronto Raptors freaking hat, (laughs) yell one-liners at Adam Scott of, oh, my fiancé wants to leave me for you, or Brooks, oh, my God, you're where your gun's at today. And just, like, he was trying to come up with one-liners. Some of them were pretty funny, but it just got so tiresome. Yeah. And everybody's yelling everything, and – you mentioned on Sunday's show the Brooks Kepka, pardon my take interview. Yeah, they should have saved that for after because <laughs> the amount of times we heard that's Gucci that's bra or Brooks Kepka, and then the accent, and every time they said it, the person thought it was like the funniest thing that no one's ever. Yeah, you, duh. People listen to a podcast that's got about. An anywhere from 700,000 listens to like a million listens depending right. on the episode shocking and so that was just constant nonstop and everyone like when they said it the biggest smile on their faces is like oh we are so cool we listened to part of my take and that got tiresome the crowd just the one up and got tiresome and it ended up cost. I don't know I to say cost DJ but you're yelling in a swing at the top of the at the top of the swing because you want to be first and it turned into uh mayhem. Yeah, it was mayhem. And look, controlled mayhem is fine. Mm-hmm. It's just when you've got 20% of the crowd that's going over the top, I think it loses something. in the Ryder Cup, do you know the Ryder Cup's there in 2024? I did not know that. Uh, as people have said, people may die, first <laughs> of all, out there. People may die uh, out there. But what did you think of Kepka's perf- going into Sunday? I don't. You didn't really hint at this on the show when I was listening, but did you think he was... It was going to get close, or did you think he was just going to no, keep yeah. the lead?
1: I, th- I figured he was just going to walk into uh, the, you know, just, like I said, I, I think I said Friday, or excuse me, Sunday. Going into Saturday, it was just kind of like, all right, kind of like what you said, you know, how many was he going to win by yeah. not if? And that was just kind of my thought Sunday. Um, honestly, I didn't even check. Um, to see how much he won by until maybe an hour before the show when I was doing a little bit of show prep. And then I was like, oh, crap, he he almost blew it here. Because, yeah. like I said, it, going in, he had a seven-shot lead going into Sunday. And when, as, when he was playing as good a golf as he was, especially fr- Thursday and Friday, even though DJ was behind him, I would figured it was in the bag, and there was no way that he was going to have th- – you know a blow it or even come close well obviously I was I was wrong there I know he had that stretch of four bogeys in a row that looked like he was gonna blow it there for him but then luckily DJ had back-to-back bogeys uh to kind of give him the give him a a little bit of a cushion I think he birdied one of those holes when DJ bogey to give him a little extra cushion so uh you know it it, like I said I, I didn't think that he was gonna come anywhere near losing that lead
0: yeah, I thought I made the bold claim on Saturday night that it was going to get to 4 within the front nine. Mm-hmm. Just cuz it was it was going to be so hard to keep up that level of golf no matter who you are over a 72 hole
1: stretch. Well, we even saw him Saturday slip up a little bit. I mean, I say that he shot even 70, but yeah, still. Kept,
0: well, the thing on Saturday is he kept his he kept his lead. Like he had a 7 shot lead going into Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then after the round, you're like, "Man, it could have been gettable, and I thought DJ really missed his chance on Saturday. Like he was the only guy I felt like all weekend could have made a run at him. Yeah, and I know Spieth was in the final group. I kind of want to talk about Jordan a little bit uh, coming up, but I never really thought he was a threat on the weekend. I don't know if you what what you thought about it. Yeah, Jordan. no, it was
1: it was good to see him in the mix of things um, after Friday's round finish up. I saw that he was uh, top half of the leaderboard, and um, after we talked about him. Going into what day did we put out? The the Wednesday. Wednesday. When I boldly claimed that I bet him to miss the cut. Yeah, tough. Um, It was good to see him kind of get back uh, in the thick of things after we just talked about. You know, it'd been a while since he'd even finished in a top 10. Uh, But I I didn't think he was ever a threat. Um, It was going to be, if it was going to be uh anybody making a push it was gonna be DJ in my mind but again just to kind of reiterate and repeat myself I didn't think that it was gonna be even come down to a two-horse race I thought it was just a runaway a runaway win for uh for Brooks
0: yeah I mean a lot of people did and uh look you
1: didn't think the jazz man had a chance you know it's <laughs> funny you, you mentioned him I uh, I didn't follow too much uh I didn't follow him too much I was following the vape God a little bit more pure yeah. yeah look he, I don't think I've heard
0: of I might have seen Jazz whatever's name, but if you would have lined him up there, I would have no idea who he was.
1: Yeah, I was keeping a, uh, an eye on Kirditch because he was in the top ten there for a while too. He was making uh, yeah he was making a little not a run, but you know he was staying he was staying hot there. So I was following him more so than uh, than Jazz. The
0: Rory thing, or not Rory, the Jordan thing. I meant to say, you know, he led. He was number one in putting this week. He gained ten shots on the field on putting. Wow! So I think this is kind of a fraud performance by him. Mm-hmm. In a sense of he hit the ball terrible, and he made I think 400 feet of putts, which is pretty insane yeah. over a four 428 feet of putts, which is insane over a stretch, and a ton of them were for par. I think I don't. I think look, it's good that the putter found themselves, but they said those greens aren't that hard to putt because they were fast and not a lot of break. I think this was a fraudulent performance by Jordan of just of him patching up the game with his putter, which is great. The putters there, but he still did not hit the ball very well. And it showed on the weekends when he needed to put it close, he he couldn't, and he and I think he shot one over on the weekend or something, or two over, and he wasn't really a factor any 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 part of this tournament. But doesn't this feel like DJ? I don't want to say he blew it because he really didn't blow it. It right. was Kepka coming back, and he was making a run. But doesn't this also feel like that Sunday's round was like typical DJ? Say in a major, he's coming up late. You think he's got a chance to win? And then he does a couple like boneheaded moves. Yeah. His brother is his caddy, gives him a bad yardage or something, which he might need to think about getting a new caddy. I'm not I'm not gonna stump for that job here. <laughs> if he does, he could give me a call. We could figure out how we could get we can get in touch. But it didn't it just feel like he's playing so well, he's playing perfect golf. The conditions on Sunday, as you said, the wind was howling. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And he just kind of flamed out.
1: Yeah, um as I mentioned too on Sunday, this is the fourth major that he's finished second place yeah. in. So, he very much was your typical DJ performance um you know obviously we've seen him win uh, a couple of these majors and so he, he he can put together a nice final round but you're exactly right um it was he was within striking distance he could have gone for the throat he could have made a couple big shots but then a couple slip ups like we've become to uh, come to expect or be used to from dj and that kind of happened that gave brooks the uh, the kind of put the the nail in the coffin for dj himself for brooks to win it yeah, and
0: uh, going. Have you been to a golf? T- you've been to the Bayer Nelson, right, or not?
1: Uh, I've been to the Waste Management. Okay.
0: The I want to kind of shift this back over to the crowd. I'm not going to complain about them yelling. The funniest thing going to golf tournaments and hearing just the conversations that people maybe feel. I feel people feel the need to join into conversations more at golf tournaments than I think any other sporting event i've ever
1: been at, i feel like it's a very know-it-all like everyone wants to show oh, how yeah. much they oh how i was much just getting know. to that yeah it was very know-it-all and the and i
0: found myself when i would say something like my cousin or something it would be like both of us like we would know it and we would like say something and it come off like very know-it-all and i was like god i don't want to come off like that but like i actually like you actually know know. what it is. Like you're not, what you're wrong, what you're saying or like who it is or like, what is this? And like, what is that? But there was a woman we're standing on the fifth green on Saturday, watching the leaders come through. And this woman, she's all excited to see DJ. She's probably in her mid forties or something, maybe fifties DJ gets up to the green and she just goes, man, he's not as big as I thought he would be. And we're, we're first row along the rope, but we're maybe 20 yards away. Uh We looked at her and we're like, it's like 64. Yeah. Like what what do, you, what do you what do you what do you expect? You think he's going to be like fat? He's going to be ripped? What do you expect? And just like every time they say, oh no 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 that's not it this is it and it's just like you're right. It's such a know-it-all. It's such a know-it-all thing. It's like it's funny to a point. Right. I, I found myself laughing I'm like god, these people you're are like, like cringy funny. Yes. It's like you're like oh god, this is really cringeworthy. And it was just, I was just like, oh, just put my head in my hands. Just like, oh, this person really didn't just say this, and or really didn't just say that. Or it was, just, it was, it was, it was, trying not to be like Mr. Know It All. But man,
1: yeah, this it kind of doesn't have much to do with anything. But I feel like golf fans and baseball fans, the Venn diagram, there's a lot in the middle. When I it comes, agree. To, when it comes to like the the chatter during yeah. the game or during the course, it's very much obviously talking about history and what guys have done or what a guy should do or what the you know what the strategy is here or whatever whatever it may be oh this guy needs to hit the 7 here no no i think he should go to the 6 or you know oh this this is playing dog leg right like it's it's very much there there's a very much intersection of baseball and golf fans of of everyone is the smartest fan or knows the most of any other fan there.
0: It's the funniest thing too. Is when you're sitting at a hole for a while, you find to see whether putts break. Yeah. So you know what the putt is going to do. Like it's going to do this. You make the mental notes. But when you first get up there, there are people like, oh no 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 no. This is what he. This is what he needs to do. I want to look to him and be like, dude, you're like a twenty handicapper. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We don't need to hear because obviously Beth Page is public. These people be like, oh man, I'm always over there when I'm playing. I'm always in that bunker. They're way over. I'm like, yeah. They hit the ball 300 yards. You probably slap it out there 240. Of course, they're playing a different golf course right. than what you're doing. I also made on the train out there. I made the bold prediction that I could shoot 90. I could break 90 at Bethpage Black. My uncle practically laughed in my face. Shout out to the three English guys we were we were riding the train <laughs> with. They so they enjoyed that. He practically laughed in my face. And throughout the round on Sunday, he would just say, "Anytime we would bring up like we had some bets, head to heads, mm-hmm. like Finau." Against Rory Fino shot like seventy eight. And he's be like, Fino shot seventy eight. You'd break ninety, and just like, just do that. And I, I I made early on those conditions, no chance I'd break ninety. Because it was on really, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Right. No no chance on Sunday. But give me from the tips, the same course, whatever they're doing, he he was like, No chance. And my thing was I'm playing my par would be ninety,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is twenty over. Right. That's a bogey, a hole, and then you get two doubles. He goes, but when you hit it in the rough. Okay, so I chip it out in the fairway, and I make a five. I'm not shoot trying to shoot a low score. I'm trying to break your thing for 90. And then he said he put $10,000 on the line because then he would know the pre- the money would get in the head. Oh, and they were yeah. like, what would you do about the money? I'm like, I'm not saying about the money. I'm saying my normal average round at Bet paid black. I could break 90. And that I right when I said it, I even said this on the train. Instant regret. Instant regret of saying it because I knew I was never going to – I was going to hear it the end of the run. And I wouldn't be surprised if he texted me right now uh, when we're recording of saying – because he's probably – you could probably just sense me saying this, that no chance 90? you'd break 90. No it's it's funny you mentioned 90.
1: that. Uh, Danny Cannell, who obviously has done a lot of – he, you know, former NFL player. Now he does a lot of stuff in sports media. He said he would shoot an 84, and he's a four handicap. No chance. No chance. He shot an 88. When did he do, when? Uh, yesterday or the day before? At Bethpage? At Bethpage Black, shot an 88. So he already, he played it like yesterday then? Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh did yeah, pl- it would have been yesterday. Did he play yeah, the same tees as them?
1: He played from the tips. He played, he had 42 uh, out and 46 in. All right, all right. He he said that when you hit in the rough, you can't hit it more than 40 yards out yeah, of the rough. Well, yeah, 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 I know. So he, he said he should eighty a four handicap? Yeah, he's a four handicap, and he said he would have shot 84, he finished with an 88.
0: Well, that gives your boy hope then, because I am a <laughs> scratch. I am a point four. Uh, all right, that's interesting. So, I wanted before we finished, I want to get to K- Kepka. Obviously, four majors. You mean Brooks Kepka? Yes, four <laughs> majors uh, in the last eight, successively yes. defended both majors. Right, which he's no golfer has ever done that before, and we both picked them to win. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see. I think I remember saying on Wednesday, I don't see how you cannot pick them. Right. Just because he's so dominant in majors. What? He said he can win 10 majors, and I don't doubt that. But there comes to a point of people, and like when we said chanting DJ behind the green, I don't know if people dislike Brooks. I think Sunday they just wanted drama. Everyone was checking their phones of saying, hey, if he could bogey this, DJ Birdie that, we get it close and all that. But like, what is it going to do for people to like openly root for Brooks? Like, Caleb and I, we were getting nervous because we bet him, mm-hmm. and we were already counting that money on, like, Saturday when we were out there, and we're like, we need this now. So, like, what is it going to take people betting on him? Like, what do you think it's going to be for people to, like – he, say he misses a cut at the U.S. Open. Is it really a story? Because I don't really think it is because he's not on the same thing as Tiger, Rory. Maybe even Spieth misses no, a cut. Put, yeah, I'd put Jordan um, there. DJ misses a cut. It would be surprised. Like, he still just doesn't – he doesn't drive the conversation and this guy's won four majors in eight in eight and there's only six four or five guys that have ever done it before and it's Tiger, Ben Hogan, Walter Hagen and Jack. So then he's a fifth
1: I think um, a lot of it has to do with kind of his story. I mean, everyone has their own story. Speeth was the young guy that was kind of that was making these big time putts and these big time shots in the majors. Rory was the last or the first really good English golfer that we'd seen in a while. Obviously, Tiger is who he is. Um, you know, DJ—I don't know—he was you know he was the long ball guy. He was going out there and crushing it down the fairway. So I mean, I mean, obviously the stuff with Paulina Gretzky—I I, I don't know—there was kind of a redemption story there. So I think the fact that if you kind of have a story behind you. Um, you know that makes you a little more appealing to to the masses. And Brooks, for the most part, I mean, other than that PMT interview, you really hadn't seen his personality. I feel like, yeah,
0: he's been way more open in interviews of like discussing, like not afraid to speak his mind in press conferences. Yeah, since he won the majors, but yeah, he hadn't really done a lot of interviews. And his story of the mind of the car accident, but he played over on like the minor league tour in. England, like the 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 European minor league tour, won an event there, then grinded it out on Europe for a couple years, and then has now done this. So, like, he's the ultimate grinder story. Right. If if you look at it, like, the guy's working hard, and he, like, as much as it, he comes off as a guy where he – I feel like Brooks also comes off as a guy. He doesn't want to know that he likes golf. When he's just doing it for his job, but he deep down really enjoys it I mean, because you have to because there's no way he'd be go playing these these second level events in Europe if you really just don't like the game of golf. And I know he wants to come off of like, look, like a lot of pros don't watch golf tournaments when they're not playing in it. They've all said that. This is not this is nothing groundbreaking. But I feel like he wants to come off as a guy that's like, oh, I just do this and like. Oh, I won't swing for three weeks. He's got God-given talent that nobody. He said he didn't pick up a club until the Tuesday before the Byron Nelson for two weeks ago. That you twenty under. Okay, guys just can't do that, right? Except for a few amount of people. So I maybe I think the PMT interview helped him out getting some fans. I think for it one hundred percent did, and but it's just. It's still. I just don't understand how he's not like driving the mainstream story. It's just Jordan went on a run where he won three out of whatever, and everyone's claiming him as the greatest thing in the world. And now Brooks, it's like, all right, Brooks won another major. All right, let's go on to the next tie. Just it does, and he's an American. Like we all wanted a great American golfer. We got a guy, Mm -hmm. and I just don't. I don't.
1: I'm. I'm missing where all the brooks love is or there was just people are the bored by are him I guess yeah yeah I don't know like I said I, I just feel like you haven't seen a whole lot of his personality if if you listen to that PMT interview he was great he was hilarious so I think that that's definitely going to but see that's also a very niche community um you know if, if you listen to that like you i don't think your average 50 year old golf fan is going to go listen yeah, to it, but PMC they they the might year. go they I might mean, go maybe, listen to it maybe but i think a majority I, I feel like it'd be safe to say that that's not going to be the case um but you're 100% right maybe if he i mean maybe if he just wins all four majors i mean obviously he can't do that this year but if he wins the next uh the remaining two majors and then he goes out and wins the players championship and then finally they're like all right, maybe this guy's pretty good. Uh, you know, maybe it's gonna take something big like that. But you're 100 percent right. I've I've liked Brooks Kepca now for I don't know, maybe don't know, going on maybe six eight months. I don't know. It's not like I'm been a lifelong Brooks Kepca yeah. fan, but. Um, so you know, I've I've already kind of started following him, but you're 100 percent right as far as the masses. I think you you again you hit the nail on the head about people just wanted drama because up to that point there wasn't any. It was just oh a yeah, yeah train, and that's why they're tra- chanting DJ. But even so, like the general golf fan or general golf public, the masses, I just don't feel like haven't latched onto him as a. As a as a crowd favorite so far, and it's baffling to me because you said a he's American, b he's this big physical specimen that looks like he should be playing tight end rather than smacking the ball 350 yards down a fairway, and you know he just does everything pretty well on a golf course, and you know it, I don't know what I don't know what it is. Maybe it is you know his kind of he personal. doesn't show a lot of emotion on right. the course. Like
0: the most emotion he ever shows when he made that putt on 18 to win it. Like that was like the biggest fist pump I think I've ever seen from the guy. And look, he was in a tough spot at the PGA in last year in St. Louis when Tiger was making his run. Mm-hmm. So everybody wanted Tiger to win. This time at the PGA, he was too good for everybody to be rooting for him. They just wanted some drama. So he's almost been too good for people to just like pull for him and come from behind same spot thing the Masters this year. And this year everyone wanted Tiger to win. Right. He was he was in a tough spot there. Yeah, so it's it's just a weird it just it just baffles me uh That he's just, I guess he doesn't get the same type of coverage of like Rory. He's got the same amount of majors as Rory, and Rory hasn't won a major since 2015. He hasn't won a major in four years. Which last
1: time Rory won a tournament?
0: Uh, I think he won one last year. Okay. Um, I got to go back. He's definitely won one the past two years. I think he won something last year.
1: Um, but I mean, even he was supposed to be like the the one to challenge Tiger, the one to take over the throne from Tiger. Yeah, I and still he, think
0: he. I think he could. He's still. He's only thirty, so I think he's got. Like he's, he, I st- I still think he's got majors left. But we've done this last year, and every golf person does this. You start handing out majors, mm-hmm. and there's only four a year to give out, and when you start giving people. Rory 10 majors, Brooks 10 majors, Jordan 10 majors. You run out of right. your other your other Oh, we're giving Tiger to three more majors. You're Oh, it's like you run out of majors to give and right. it's just you, we almost expect we expect these guys to win and then we're stunned when only one guy said that you only get four chances a year and it's just it's just a weird type of thing for all these guys. Like there's so much pressure on these guys I feel like, especially Rory now cuz Rory needs to show up in a major but it's just uh just just the handing of the majors of like oh brooks is going to win six more pga's after mm-hmm. if the course said something like this well okay then he get 10 majors he's probably not going to win seven or eight pga championships like I, right. I think the golf fans and media fall into this trap of giving players majors and then when we give them a major we just expect them to win it when That's not the case.
1: Yeah, because then you guys you have guys like Patrick Reed winning the Masters, and it's like, oh well, there there goes one of those majors. Yeah, and then you have uh,
0: um Molinari, even though he's been playing well, like he comes out and wins an Open Championship, and 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 it's just you get some really good golfers out there that win, and you just you're like, okay, well that takes away from one of those guys. Do you have any other questions about uh, New
1: York or the PGA? Um, no, not really. I think you pretty much covered it all. You covered the crowd, you know, all that good stuff. Um, I saw you did eat a little bit of pizza out there. Any good? Yeah, it was fine. I can't remember the place. It was just it was an actual Italian restaurant. It wasn't Ah, like, it looked like it was
0: like fancy. It wasn't Uh, it wasn't just a place on the, on the side of the, uh, just a street corner or whatever. One of those one slices and, uh, and that, but, uh, there was something I wanted to mention about the crowd. I can't remember. Um, but man, just the one liners you hear, like I said earlier, it's just,
1: God, we were laughing. Like we get it.
0: Yeah. We were laughing pretty hard. And the wall, the one thing I told you, I wanted to say, I wanted, I wish I posted on Instagram, but it didn't, wouldn't load it'd be the, uh, they, for jazz, they were doing the jazz hands when he was putting the jazz hands for jans for jazz, which was pretty funny. And, uh, yeah, no, it was a good time. Oh, I saw my buddy Taylor Pettit. He works. For the for the, the PGA Tour, he was doing merchandise stuff. We went to Mississippi State together, so I saw him. And they had a, Frisco got a little love for the new PGA coming down oh, there. Yeah? I saw that. So um, they, make,
1: they made Frisco like
0: huge. <laughs> they they really lived up Frisco, but yeah, no, it was it was it was interesting for sure. I I don't think I'm going back to another tournament bet page though. I will. Uh, they ho- they're hosting obviously the Ryder Cup 2024. I think they got a U.S. Open down the pipeline or something. I think I'm out on the. I'm out on the Bethpage crowd.
1: All right, I mean you saw it once; it's what you need, right? Yeah,
0: it was great, and my legs were tired for a day. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was a, it was a, it was funny. It, it was, it's just funny to see and more New York than anything. Just the uh, diversity of the crowd, and like a lot of English people. Oh, this was funny. I want to, uh, another crowd thing. So you know, everyone wants to yell after they hit a shot. Yeah. So this one guy was Louis Tazen and Tommy Fleetwood's group who were on the uh, sixth hole. Ooste not hit a shot. This guy yells mashed potatoes as loud as he can, probably not even on TV because Mm -hmm. they were so far behind. This English guy looks at him. He goes, mashed effing potatoes? This guy hit the ball in the bunker. you got (laughs) to save it for a good shot. What the hell are you doing? Learn some golf, buddy. And this English guy was your typical probably 6'2", about 240. Yeah. Like big dude, definitely is a hooligan. Yeah. And the guy looked at him. And he goes, he wanted to say something. The guy was probably about 5'8". He was pretty. He was. He worked out, uh-huh. but he looked at him five eight, and he just went, all right, and yeah. just kind of walked away. <laughs> he knew what he was gonna do, and that was it. He just made, a, made a business, decision, made a business decision and walked away, and we were like, yep, oh, yep, yeah, all right, all right. And definitely the food prices. Yeah, we could have used the masters prices because they were steep, and they needed more beer spots out there, more food spots out there. It's like they never put on a golf tournament out there
1: before. It's tough. I hate to see it.
0: Yeah, all in all, it was a fun time. It was a good tournament. The U.S. Open's coming up in a month, so we'll obviously talk about that. It'll be down in Pebble Beach, right? It will be down at Pebble Beach. Uh, a lot of guys can win that one, I feel like. Um, but, yeah, that was a good one. How often is it in Pebble Beach? They, they, they every, do it every 10 years. Every ten, oh, was, every 10 years? Really? I nine I think. years. So last time it was there was 2010. They try to do it once a decade there. Okay. Because they don't want to just keep throwing in, like, every five years. They yeah. go once a decade. All right. So they can kind of keep it in the rotation. Graham McDowell won it when mm-hmm. it was there in uh, 2010 I happen to be there for that one I don't know if you knew that so finally I could say I got a good major winner I can be proud of for an event I attended not saying Graham McDowell's bad that was fine right Patrick Reed definitely cratered disappointed (laughs) in that one Brooks we're on the come up for that one so we've got kind of no-name player wins one fat Pat who everyone hated and then a guy everyone's indifferent on but that we did you bet on him I did, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. I picked him, yeah. I didn't know if you actually, I know you picked him. I didn't know if you put a bet down. I mean, I had to. Uh, So, and then a guy that we bet on. So, uh, like you're gonna say something? There. No,
1: no, yeah, I was just gonna add a stupid comment. It's all good. go ahead. What is it? What <laughs> no, was? No, no, it? It, it it was gonna have to be in the context of the conversation. Okay. So it's all, good. all right. So that's that.
0: Do you want to do another one of these this week or not? Yeah, yeah, we'll do one of these. All right, we'll ones. do it like on Thursday. Got to get into Zeke stuff. I think. Yeah, that's for been sure. a big. Uh, I got takes ready to go on Zeke, so we'll do that. Just want to do a little recap, more in depth recap of the PGA. Not saying that yours wasn't uh, adequate. I think that's enough. exactly what you're saying. No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying that. It was fine. It was fine. Just a little more in depth, get a little of the crowd flavor, uh, in New York. So we'll be back later this week on uh, talk about Zeke and some other stuff.